How's it going, everybody? And welcome to Just Nobody's Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm your host, Daniel. And today, we're doing a podcast. Woo! If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button and also hit the like button. If this video gets 3.5k likes, we get to prank Daniel. And you get to comment what you want us to prank him with. So make sure you comment how you want me to prank him. And I'll film it on the podcast. Make sure you comment what you want us to talk about next week. As you're going to see throughout this video, we are going to be using your guys' suggestions that you guys sent in from last week. So make sure you comment and we'll talk about it. Let's get into it. So there's another theory that Steve is actually going to die because of the new trailer. That new trailer was so intense. Yeah, and we know that Noah Schnapp said that there's going to be multiple deaths this season. And I know that I already said Eddie's going to die, but there's a theory that Steve is actually going to die too. Okay, so I know the actor who plays Eddie says that he's coming back for season five, but I mean, he could be lying. Yeah, it definitely wouldn't be the first time an actor lied. And in the new trailer, we hear Dr. Brenner tell Eleven that her friends in Hawkins are not ready for this fight. And towards the end of the trailer, we hear Vecna tell Eleven that her friends have lost meaning someone definitely died. And in an interview, the Duffer Brothers said that the original plan was to kill Steve off earlier in the show, meaning his death is coming later in the show, and it definitely looks like it's this season. I mean, they basically just confirmed that Steve is supposed to die at some point in the show. Yeah, and in the new trailer, Robin even tells Steve that she feels like they're not going to make it out of this one. And if Steve and Eddie both die, it would create a perfect story arc for Dustin in season 5, because he would lose the people he looks up to the most, which would then force him to find his own way. It does seem like Dustin hasn't really had his like moment yet in the, sh in the shows, so it makes sense that finally... They need these kids to like slowly come into like their adult versions. Right. So the only way to really fully grow as a person, you can't be like dependent, right, on other people. So it's like maybe it's their way of separating Dustin so that he it's like forcing him to grow up. Right. And it seems like the, the first three seasons was like Will and Mike. Yeah. And then season four right now is kind of like catering towards Lucas a little more. I kind of agree with you. But like Eleven, mm -hmm. I can't remember which season it was when she goes finds the runaways, you know, the other... Season two. Season two. Yeah. So that was like heavily focused on Eleven. Right. Because it's mostly her running, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's kind of had their moment, mm -hmm. right? This season, we have more of a Max Lucas yeah. kind of story for the first volume. And maybe volume two will be focused on Dustin. Yeah. Or maybe season five. You think so? Possibly. I guess so. But I mean, volume two is technically a season, isn't it? Technically, it's two episodes, but it's going to be like almost four hours. But if you break them down into 40 minutes, it's like four, four or five. Possibly, yeah. So I guess he's kind of giving, he's giving him like a half a season. I know, but I just think that Dustin might have his moment next season. Yeah, you're right. He's a very talented actor, and it's kind of interesting how they've all given every kid a chance to have their, their story be told. Right, even like in the show, right, Eddie tells Steve, like, Dustin, like, worships you, man. Yeah. So he knows that he looks up to him. Right, and the only way to really have Dustin grow would to be to take things that he loves, right? Yeah. And obviously, they're not going to kill Susie. That's just stupid. <laughs> but, like, killing Steve and Eddie... Right. It'll leave him devastated where he's going to have to... He's going to come out tougher. 100%. Good luck, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know if you have a messy room, it could actually make you rich? What? So, remember the theory about how messy rooms are, like, one of the most common traits amongst geniuses? Yeah. But what if I told you it's been recently proven that it will actually make you a millionaire? Oh, we got to hear this one. So, recently, a girl named Tracy Emin got really depressed and she didn't want to leave her room or like leave her house so she stayed in her room and the room got really messy so she wouldn't like she didn't leave for like days or even weeks what about to use the bathroom I mean, she must have used a bucket or something but when she got out of bed she like, looked at her room and she realized like wow my room is really messy but something about it kind of looks like an art piece to me an art piece yeah so she hired a company to make her room into an art exhibit and she ended up selling her room 
like the entire room as an art piece for $4 million. Wait, she sold her messy room for $4 million. Yeah, she didn't clean it. She just left the room a mess and said, this is a piece of art and sold it. Dude, why do we even bother trying to clean our rooms? Right? <laughs> she sat there for days, even weeks, and said, wow. My room is messy. Most people would be embarrassed. But instead, she's like, I'm going to tell the world about it. She got $4 million for being lazy. Yeah. And just making a mess. It's really funny when you really think about it. Like, she went from being, like, really sad yeah. to, like, going down this downward spiral. But it shows you that there's a positive right around the corner. That's true. You just never know. There's you some could, light at the end of that time. Yeah, you could poop in a bucket and people might pay some money for it. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was actually in there? She used, actually used a bucket? Okay, well, let's be real here. You have to assume she had to have something. There's no way you're sitting in that room for days or weeks right, not right. eating or drinking. <laughs> I think it's impossible yeah. to survive. You need water, don't you? Yeah. $4 million for a messy room. Yeah. That is insane. It's crazy. They, I think they ended up taking out her room and putting it into a museum. Are you serious? Yeah, so that's, I mean, it's just crazy. I, there's video. It's, what's great, it's, it's pretty modern. Like, it's current. Yeah. So there's evidence of it, and you could see, like, the footage and everything. Yeah, I guess some people play, pay, like, really crazy money for some crazy art. I guess, too, when you think about it, if you kind of hear the story about, oh, this person was going through hardship yeah. and stuff, you kind of, like, and it kind of gives you a visual representation of what those emotions look like. Right. And what the outcomes are when you have those. That is, okay. Now that you say that, it is a good piece of art. Hey, let me know if you want me to make something out of nothing, all right? <laughs> so have you heard of the person that would kill people based on what their name is? No. So this is one of the most unsolved mysteries, and it's called the Alphabet Murders. And these murders took place in Rochester, New York in 1971 to 1973. And they called it the Alphabet Murders because the first letter in each victim's name would match the same exact first letter of their last name. So for example, the name Susie Smith, both first and last names start with an S. Gosh, that's freaky. Yeah, so the first victim's name was Carmen Colon, and she was running errands for her grandmother, but didn't return home. And the last time she was seen was in a car that was driving down the highway, and she was asking for help, but nobody helped her. And two days later, her body was found, and there's no clues who did it. Then in 1973, the second victim's name was Wanda Walkowicz, and she was walking home from the grocery store, but she never made it home. And the very next day, her body was found. Wait, so they still have no idea who did this? Yeah, then seven months later, the third victim, whose name was Michelle Manza, was at a department store but never made it home and they found her body two days later after she went missing but what's even crazier is that each victim's body was found in a town that matched the letter of each of their names so carmen colon was found near churchville wanda walkowitz was found in webster and michelle manza was found in macedon and it's been 50 years and to this day nobody knows who this was it's so scary that it's 50 years ago today yeah it's pretty crazy right i mean in every horror film the killer makes a comeback in like 50 years. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't have to say that. Well, right? <laughs> Look at Scream. Look at No, you're right, Friday. though. You're right. Guys, I have to say, if your name is like Lauren Lee or Monica. If you're in Rochester, New York. What was crazy is they were murdered in Rochester. And found. In and found in these different cities. Got it. It's just so sad to see like the, the minds of like these people. These killers are so sick. Yeah, but what's crazy is, like, there was a bunch of different suspects, right? But they couldn't find, like, any solid evidence to, like, make sure it was them. I don't want to give them a platform either to, like, talk about. But what I've heard is mm -hmm. it's good to bring awareness to yeah. it so people can be aware. And, like, you know, if, if you're in Rochester, New York, or you're in those areas, to, like, don't, you can't trust people. Right. Look at what happened.
this is what happened in that area too. Yeah. And even for like the Carmen Colon case, people said that they saw her crying for help. Why didn't people help and her? And nobody helped her. That's so weird. Gosh, society is so crazy and like it's pathetic. Yeah, and even I forgot which case it was out of the three, but it was found that it was reported that they saw her like three days later. They reported it three days later she went, after she went missing. Come on, people. Gotta save each other here. Yeah. Do you know about Dad's friend who hired a hitman to kill his daughter's boyfriend? Wait, what? So back in like 2005, Dad was at work and it was like a normal day. But then all of a sudden his friend like ran through the doors and was just freaking out. And for the sake of the video, I'm just going to call his name Carl, okay? Okay. And Carl looked like he hasn't slept for days. And Dad was like, dude, what's wrong with you? You look like a mess. And he's like, I am a mess right now. Like, I'm literally dying. My daughter's boyfriend is ruining my life. What was wrong with the daughter's boyfriend? So apparently Carl said that the daughter's boyfriend was like a loser and ruining her life and like ruining her career. You see, his daughter was on track to becoming a professional athlete. And he thought that the boyfriend was like distracting her and ruining her career. And he was causing her not to do as well. Wait, so he wants to kill him? Yeah. So he tells dad. I want to kill my daughter's boyfriend. And dad is like, what the heck is wrong with you? Like, you cannot do that. And Carl told dad that he already met with a hitman. And he said that the hitman would only charge $10,000 to kill the boyfriend. Wait, that's a little bit freaky how cheap that is. Yeah, it's really disturbing. Carl even said that the guy said, I'd kill him for $10,000, but it's going to cost you $20,000 for me to beat him up. Wait, why is it more to beat him up? Apparently, hitmen charge less when they have to kill someone because they know that they can get away with it. But when it comes to like beating someone up, they know that the person could identify them and in turn would cause them to have to serve jail time. Dude, that's so disturbing. What actually happened? Dad was like, Carl, you cannot do this. This is like crazy. You'll literally ruin your life and ruin your family's life. This is so wrong. And I'm pretty sure dad had to call the police. Like, I don't remember all the details, but all I know is like, Carl ended up not doing it. And now, you know, they have a happy family. The daughter's doing well and everything's okay. Dude, this is really disturbing. Isn't it? This I mean, is crazy. <laughs> it's freaking nuts. If I was dad, I would have no idea what to do. Say that one more time. You, you're going to... You already talked to the hitman? Like, what? $10,000 to kill someone? That's really cheap. Well, in terms of, like, when you, you could, that's less than a car. Yeah. And you're saying that you're going to take someone's life? Right. A life insurance policy, right, is like a million dollars. Dude, or, that's crazy. But, like, you're going to kill someone for 10000 Yeah. What? It's so wrong. It's, like, so disgusting how, like, society is. And I don't know if it's, like, the system that they feel like they can get away with it. If, yeah. Like the investigations aren't very thorough or they feel like, ah, like who knows? Who knows what really happens, right? Right, right, right. Who knows how many deaths happen on the daily and who knows how many actually get caught? That is true. Because if you really look at it, how many missing people have gone missing and, you know, they don't, they close the investigation. Look at the alphabet murders. Yeah, exactly. Look at the alphabet murders. And remember like the Gabby Petito case? Yeah. She got a lot of attention because of TikTok, mm -hmm. which helped bring a close to her case right. where they found, you know, what happened. Mm -hmm. But what it did was it actually opened up the cases for people that went missing years ago that they stopped looking because oh. they're like, okay, it's not fair for you guys just to give Gabby Petito all this, you know, time right, and right. 
Do you know a lady actually found a secret way to understand when a baby's trying to talk to you? What? So we all know like as adults, right? And as kids, we cannot understand when a baby's crying or like when they're mumbling, like what they're trying to say. And most parents have to go through like an entire checklist of things like when their baby's crying to like try to figure out why they're crying. Yeah. But what if I told you there's a way to understand what they're trying to tell you? I don't understand how that's even possible. So Priscilla Dunstan actually studied thousands of babies and she studied their voice boxes and she found the five different things that babies do when they're trying to tell you something. Dude, this is probably going to help a lot of parents. Yeah. So like when you hear a baby say, nah, nah, like when they're crying, that actually means that they're hungry. And when you hear a baby say, oh, like the O sound, that actually means like they're really tired. It almost looks like a yawn. Okay, I've definitely heard a baby do that. And when a baby starts crying and they go like, heh, heh, that means like they're, they have discomfort. So like maybe their diaper needs to be changed or they're too cold or too warm. Basically, they're trying to tell you like, help me out here. And when you hear a baby make the sound like air, air, it actually means they have like gas in their lower stomach. So basically you need to like help them, you know, like they got a fart or something. <laughs> and when you hear a baby go, eh, eh, that means they have like a lot of like air bubbles in their chest and they need to be burped. So basically all these different things are like ways babies are trying to communicate with you. And they found all these babies all do the same thing. Wait, that's actually kind of cool. Like babies have their own language. Yeah, they literally do. Like they all, they found like they went on Oprah and they found all these different babies to come on the show. And they just observed them too. And they saw like it's real. Really? Yeah. It's funny how Oprah presented it. She goes like, this is her theory. Uh huh. But I think it's true. Like Leia, everyone knows Leia. Yeah. So Leia in her past, has worked like with infants, right? right? Like little babies. Yeah. And she noticed that these sounds actually, they do do this. Really? And they all ended up being like those five things. Oh, wow. You think they would make like a certain sound for certain things. If you observe a lot of babies and you make, they, they all cry and they make certain sounds mm -hmm. and then you like test out, okay, do you want this? No, they didn't fix it. Yeah. And you could start to like process an elimination, right? You can right. figure out what they need. Well, the fact that she studied so many babies and they all kind of like were the same. Right. So this week we are going to VidCon and we are not doing a who side you on, but we are going to VidCon. So we got to keep this episode short. We actually have to head. We're getting picked up by TikTok. Yeah. And huge thank you to TikTok and huge thank you to you guys. Like we would not be able to do this if it wasn't for you. And we're just so thankful. I mean, it's. I've been to VidCon like as like a friend or a uh -huh. fan and to be able to go as a creator, it just, I really want you guys to understand that like for us, always do what you're passionate about. Always just follow your dreams because you just never know if you just show up, right? Right. And you're prepared. You never know what opportunities will come. Oh, definitely. So just keep trying. I mean, for the longest time, like I used to do streaming like Fortnite mm -hmm. and I'd have like one viewer if i'm lucky two viewers right yeah and they have like all you guys supporting us like we don't take it for granted because we've Definitely been there when not. no one used to watch our stuff oh yeah so just to feel like that you guys are a part of our community a part of our family it's just such a honor and we're just so grateful so thank you so much and uh stay tuned for vidcon footage and yes. uh we'll see what happens yeah it's gonna be fun so on that note, we are moving on to Dumb Ways to Die. There we go. It is back. People like Dumb Ways to Die. They've, they've requested it. I know. So welcome back to Dumb Ways to Die, where I talk about the craziest and weirdest ways people have died. So starting off with the first one. Okay, you know those like beds that you could like fold out of the wall? Yeah, like you when you go they, on vacation. Yeah, it's like a closet. It almost looks like a closet, but then you pull it off the wall. I feel like those are most common on cruise ships. Yeah. So like. On cruise ships, there's not much room, so you have to have, like, you know, hidden beds and stuff. Right. So there was actually 
an elderly couple like staying on the bed. Okay. But the people that like set up the room set up the bed wrong. Okay. So okay. then the springs in the like the, that brought it down. Yeah. Retracted so when they were sleeping in it. Oh my gosh! So they slammed them into the. So they got stuck and they suffocated in there. Oh no! Yeah, that's horrible. I know. That's pretty crazy. Dude, that's though, right? so. I'm never sleeping on one of those ever I, again. I never trusted those. I never trusted those. I always thought they would fall down, not yeah. ever go back up. Right. Because you think, like, if you have weight on it, like two bodies on it, it's not going to go. You up. would think. You think if anything is going to fall down. Okay, so up next, it was these two guys that just wanted to go have some fun, right? They were just having a night out, like, with the boys. Like, they were just trying to have a good time. It always starts like that. It always starts like that, okay? But then they had, like, a local, like, like small airport. Okay. Like, you know how we have, like, the small airport? They, like, fly out the little planes? Yeah. So they had one of those. And what they decided to do was to sneak on, what is it called? The tarmac? The tarmac. They decided to sneak on, and they stole a plane. None of them knew how to fly a plane. Okay. They jumped in the cockpit, and they were able to start the engine. What I don't understand is, like, you know like how I'm trying to get my pilot license? Yeah. If I got into a plane, mm-hmm. not knowing how to fly it, it's not like you just turn, on, turn the key and you just go. Like, right. You have to, you know, turn on the fuel. Like, you have to get everything going. Yeah. And it just doesn't make sense how they're able to do that. Well, they figured out a way. And they got up in the air? They got up in the air. Oh, my gosh. And what happened was they flew straight into a telephone wire. (laughs) The plane got caught. It brought them straight down. Damn. That's rough. That's so bad. Shouldn't have stole the plane. Were they drunk? Yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, that's why you shouldn't have. Don't abuse alcohol. It's bad. Don't do it. So next... We've talked about something similar, a bungee okay. jumping incident. Oh, these are the worst because you, it's always, it always goes one way, right? It always goes that it malfunctions and they just fall to right. death. <laughs> okay, but what this guy did is he thought it was smart to make his own bungee cord. Okay. So what he did was he duct taped some bungee cords together. Nice. Okay. And he measured how high it was going to be, right? This is straight out of Looney Tunes. I know. Okay, so then he, he made his bungee cord, and he's like, hmm, I should measure it the same length as the height, right? So then he made it, but then he forgot that bungee cords are stretchy. What happened was he jumped off, and the bun- the, obviously the bungee cords were too long. Splat. But I'm sure, like, it went splat, and then it kind of... Maybe it kind of jumped a little over. bit. That's disturbing. It's not, it's not right. Okay, but this is just an honorable mention. This next one. Okay. Okay. So what this guy decided to do was try to recreate up. Okay, it, he recre- he made up before so, up moved so up movie. Let me just understand this. He put a bunch of balloons to his house. No, he put a bunch of balloons on himself. Oh. So he sat in this little like almost like a like a hot air balloon like container. Okay. And he put a bunch of balloons on it, right? And he didn't expect it to go so high. But it went up like it went 10,000 feet in the air. And he only thought it would be 30 feet, right? But <laughs> he's, he's like, like, he's like, it's successful. Oh, wait, it's too successful. <laughs> yeah. But then this, okay, he was smart though. He prepared. What'd he do? So he had, he brought like a BB gun with him. And so he started shooting the balloons like one at a time to like, I like bring how them you down. said he's prepared. <laughs> he had a BB gun with him. I, I mean, was I was thinking you were gonna say he had a parachute with him. Oh no, he didn't have one of those. 
Let me go get my BB gun, not a parachute. Let me yeah. just maybe if I gradually shoot them down, <laughs> I'll fall down slowly. It worked though. He lived. What? Yeah. Oh wow. He lived. Wow. All right. Crazy. But I mean, that was pretty smart to bring something. Right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button. Also hit the like button. Like we said earlier, if this gets 3.5k likes, we're gonna prank Daniel. And also, we want to say thank you so much again for letting us go to VidCon and represent our community and say like, hey guys, we're at VidCon and we're going to make good content for you. We're going to try our best and let us know who you want us to collaborate with. Maybe we can see your comment and like, go find them. Like, yeah. Probably won't be able to find like Charlie D'Amelio or something like that. Def no. But <laughs> you never know. Um, also, comment what you want us to talk about next week and we will talk about it. So uh, see you guys tomorrow on TikTok. And we'll see you guys next Friday on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. See you on the TikTok. God bless you guys. See ya. Love ya.